77 WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Let's start with the simplest question of all. Why did you decide that this was the right time to retire? No, I don't think there's any good time, especially when you're a coach, because once you're a coach, you think you're going to be a coach forever. But I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever, and it got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, it was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to. Uh, took a little little more out of me than usual and you know when people mention the health issue it was really just the grind of can you do this the way you want to do it can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season and if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future uh, the way I, I think I have to do it um, I thought maybe this was the right time based on those two sets of circumstances uh, that um, like I said, there's never a good time, uh, but I thought maybe this was the right time. song right here, Filter. So, I'm watching this last night in the hotel room. That's Reese Davis, ESPN, talking to former Alabama coach Nick Saban. Now, a lot of people don't believe Nick. They say he retired because he hates the new rules, the NIL, the portals, and maybe that's true. But let's for a second take Nick Saban at his word. And he said, look, I'm 72 years old. I'm tired. I can't really commit to these kids for four years. So who did I think about? I mentioned this two hours ago. Biden. This selfish son of a bitch is a decade older than Nick Saban. He's going to be 82 years old, and he's the most tired 82-year-old I've ever seen. If Nick Saban can't make a commitment to the kids for four years to coach them at Alabama, at 72 and still at the top of his game, how can Joe Biden, the worst president ever, a decade older, make a commitment for four years to America? The answer is he can't. He should do exactly what Nick Saban did two days ago and, quite frankly, should have done it a long time ago. I know Andrew Giuliani is going to agree. I mean, I'm sitting there, Andrew, and I'm not thinking about the six championships or seven with LSU or his days with Miami. I'm thinking, if this guy's walking away because he can't commit for four years, how can Biden say he can, right? That's a great comparison, Sid. And actually, you know, listening to it, uh, it brought up one of kind of the, the most fun moments that I had in the White House, actually, was when the Alabama football team came in in 2018. And I think one of the, the best stories of President Trump 
So Alabama football wins in 2018. A few months later, President Trump invites the team in. And, it's you know, the college football teams are massive because it's not just the, the 53 to 84 people on the roster. It's all the support staff. So you're talking 250 people. So for the most part, you can't get that whole group into the Oval Office. you got to get them on the South Lawn or somewhere else in the White House where it can accommodate them. But the president always wanted the coach and always wanted a bunch of the key players to come on into the Oval Office. So he invited the coach, and he said, bring the captains and you know, tell Coach Saban to pick a couple of his, of his best players and all that stuff and bring them in. So the Coach Saban comes in, the coordinators come in, and about eight or ten of the Alabama players come in. The coach gives, coach, uh, gives President Trump a T.P. Mills putter, which is a putter that's made <laughs> right outside of Alabama. And coach knows how much that the president loves playing golf. I think they've played golf a few times together as well. So the, so the president's like taking practice strokes. They're in the Oval Office. He looks at the team and he says, come on, let's go take some individual photos here behind the Resolute desk. So the quarterback comes up, takes a, takes a photo. Let's say the wide receiver comes up. Now one of the big offensive linemen gets up there and looks at the president, towering over the president, and says, what's that? And it's a red button that's on the desk. And the oh president looks back up at him because he's sitting down. And he says, what do you think it is? He says, I think it's the red button. He said, what does it do? And the president says, I don't know. Let's find out. And he taps the red button. And you could see everybody goes white in there for a second. And everybody wasn't only white in that room. Everybody kind of stopped. And then what's going to happen? And about 10 seconds later, a Diet Coke comes out and he says, it's just for Diet Coke. I keep it on there because it looks ominous. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. See, the idiot in charge right now would think it was for a Diet Coke. Then you would bomb Russia. (laughs) I mean, you talk about, that's a great, that is a great, that's why Andrew Giuliani, that's not the only reason why, he's brilliant and he's funny, but that's why you're a great guest. I mean, that's a great story inside the White House that very few people other than you can, can tell us. So thank you for that. But what a horrible, what a horrible week for Biden. I mean, you know, you go back to the Lloyd Austin nonsense where the Secretary of Defense all this going on, we're bombing the hoodies, we got issues all over the world, warships everywhere, and the Secretary of Defense basically disappears for two weeks, and Biden has no idea, nor does he ask. And then when he is asked, he should fire Lloyd Austin right there on the spot. He goes, no, I'm not going to do that. And then there's even some folks that are angry with Biden about the way he's handled the bombing the hoodies, which uh, he did along with other countries, the U.K. and others, just yesterday. So, as I mentioned to Brian Kilmeade earlier, Andrew Giuliani, not a great week for Joe Biden. This has been a disastrous last year. Yeah, 
it, it feels like we could just kind of play that on a loop right there. Not a great week for Joe Biden because it seems to be that way. Look, when I think about Lloyd Austin, even when he seems to be, uh, you know, getting surgery and, and out there taking care of his cancer, he still seems to be more present than Joe Biden. <laughs> think about what Joe Biden's done over the last week, right? Joe Biden went out and gave a blistering speech against Trump, which I think just did more to actually help Trump than it did to actually hurt Trump. And then before that, he was on vacation for 10 days. And that's all that you've seen, really, of Joe Biden. And my thought when I saw these leftist progressive socialists going out there and criticizing Biden in terms of not giving them the heads up, my immediate thought was, well, because you know why? They want to tip off Iran. They want to tip off their friends, their Palestinian friends, and they want to tip off their friends in the Middle East, their anti-Semitic, Israel-hating friends in the Middle East. That's why the Socialist Caucus, that's why the progressives wanted the heads up more than anything. It wasn't about the Constitution, because we've seen how they've trashed the Constitution, Sid, over the last couple of years. They've completely trashed it. They have no disregard. When you talk about Article 1, they couldn't find Article 1. It was one of their staffers, one of those research people that said, oh, you should probably point to Article 1, because that can be our excuse to continue to be anti-Semitic, to continue to be anti-Israel. So that's immediately what I thought of when I saw that yeah, the Cory Bushes of the world mm. and the uh, the, the yeah. woman who said that Trump gives her an erection, uh, you know, said that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. The lady out in Washington, that Jew hater too, Pomapio, whatever her name is, that low life. Yeah. So, so I had your, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had your father on Tuesday. He's on, uh, I got both Giuliani's baby, Rudy on Tuesday and Andrew on Friday. And I said, uh, Rudy, this story just surfaced yesterday. That this Atlanta, you know, the Fulton County DA, this lowlife, another one, Fanny Willis, looks like she was banging the special prosecutor going after Trump in Georgia. I said, oh, listen, I'm no legal scholar. I'm not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree, but that sounds to me like uh, maybe over for the case. And your father, he did fall short of dancing in the streets, but he was really excited. And then I spoke yeah. to Alan Dershowitz yesterday and other lawyers, and they said, listen, if this is true, it should be over. What are your yeah. thoughts on all these rumors about the Fulton County DA? I don't know, surprise, but what are your thoughts? Absolutely. And put the personal stuff aside, which, you know, we could talk about from a moral standpoint. The whole fact that they actually might have been rerouting state money back to utilizing for their vacations and for their luxury goods. And basically, I mean, it's as simple a possible a connection as, as you can. If you have a relationship between the DA and the special prosecutor, and the DA is paying the special prosecutor, and that special prosecutor takes the DA on vacations and is paying out of his, out of his wallet, out of the money that the state basically is providing to them, then there's your case right there. It's as simple as possible. And I really hope that they look into this with Fannie Wells, and I hope that she faces the fullest extent of the law. Because, again, this is another person, maybe I sound like a broken record, but that just completely not care about the Constitution 
one bit whatsoever. And it's obvious with the way that she's interfering with a presidential election. She has total disregard. She's going after anybody, absolutely anybody that is associated with Trump. And I have to say kudos to my friend Mike Roman, who brought this on. Um, I got to work with Mike a bunch in the White House, and he is one of the few, not one of the few, I shouldn't say, but he is one of the highlights of the people that are around Trump because he is as sharp as can be. And I think that's honestly why they went after him, because they wanted to take him off the sidelines for 2024. So good for Mike Roman for doing this. Kudos to you. All right, Andrew, thank you. You, um, <laughs> thank, actually, thank you, Mike. You, uh, you know, you know, you, you, you certainly know your politics with your father being Rudy and working for Trump for uh, four years in the White House and, you're about the, the youngest and smartest kid on the block when it comes to that. But another reason why I think you're so great at this is you've got multiple interests and you're a big sports guy. You love the Giants. You love the National Football League. So let's get right to it. Six games, NFL playoffs start tomorrow in Houston at 4.30. Browns at the Texans and the Dolphins at the Chiefs on Saturday. Steelers at the Bills. Packers at the Cowboys. Rams at the Lions on Sunday. And we wrap it up with Justin Ellick's Philadelphia Eagles in Tampa Monday night. Six games, Super Bowl coming up Feb 11, Super Bowl 58, and I'm going to be 57 this year, from Las Vegas, Andrew Giuliani, one day before the NFL playoffs, who's going head-to-head in Super Bowl 58? I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Versus the San Francisco 49ers. No, let's now, stop. Just, well, let's stop right there. The Niners are the yeah, one yeah, seed. Yeah, yeah. So you're taking chalk in the NFC. Now the Ravens are the one seed in the AFC. Right? Why are you? Now I like the Bills pick, but why are you taking Buffalo? I love that they're hot. I'm a big Josh Allen fan. You know, he's a fellow conservative. He's a little bit under the radar on this. He's a fellow conservative. So this is more of a political kind of heart pick for me. But I see how hot they're playing right now. How good they're looking. I think it's going to be really tough for them to win, for teams to win one of those two games in Buffalo. I would love to see a rematch next week of that Chiefs-Bills divisional round that we saw two years ago, which might have been the greatest playoff game that I've ever seen. It was unbelievable to see the lead changes in the last minute right there. And I think a Buffalo, uh, a Buffalo, uh, Baltimore AFC championship would be an incredible AFC championship game. And I think the 49ers, I think they're just too well-rounded right now. Of course, yeah. an, inter- an, an injury can happen like we saw last year, but I just think they're too well-rounded and they just look a little bit better than the other teams in the, in the NFC. I mean, you did see a couple weeks ago them fall flat against, against Baltimore, um, but I just have a feeling Buffalo seems to me like a little bit of a team of destiny and San Francisco just seems to be really, really solid at this point. And plus, I can't go with like a team like Dallas. Or right, right, because like they're that. playing I mean, very well. Like I mean, my father would disown me. right, and Dallas is playing very well, kind of like Buffalo. But the Niners are the best team. Uh, and, and you're right, the Bills are red hot. They stole that division from the Dolphins. Actually, beat Miami on the road last week to do it. Josh Allen has been very hot. But in the final thirty seconds, while you love Josh Allen, the quarterback, and the Bills are a good story. Would you change your mind if I reminded you, not that you need to be reminded, but if I reminded you that maybe the two biggest Buffalo Bill fans in the country are Kathy Hochul and Andrew Cuomo? Mm, yeah, it does It does hurt a little bit. I have to say, <laughs> and Lamar Jackson, 
Lamar Jackson did send out the Truss Trump tweet in 2020. Right. So I actually like Lamar as well. So I, you know what, Sid? The nice thing is we get to do this all over again next week. So we'll talk about this next week, and maybe I'll change my opinion on it. You've given me something to think about for the next week. But until then, I'm going with the Bills to win this week at least. I love it. Hey, Andrew, as always, great, great, great appearance. Enjoy the weekend with Z and Grace. We'll do it again next week, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. Great job, Andrew Giuliani right there, and he likes the Niners and the Bills. I like the Bills, too, but again, just that thought that Hochul and Andrew Cuomo will be happy if the Bills win is just... If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.